three, two, one. Welcome to System of Soul. Chris White and Bench Miller here coming at you. And uh, we're excited today. We're going to be talking about the people in the S2 model. So, Bench, where are we going with this one? Well, we're going to do a medium deep dive on this one. It is the last of these six episodes as we've gone around the model. But we kind of saved the best for last because people make and break everything in a business. And the people, you know, I've heard people joke about if I could find a business that didn't have people in it, that'd be the best business in the world. And it might be if you just wanted something easy and predictable, and it was all about the bottom line. But the reality is our businesses are an opportunity for impact. And that's economic impact, but it's also human impact. So the people component here in the model, this is not about the systematic way of dealing with people. This is not this is not the place where we're getting into the cadence of the conversations that we have to manage and hold people responsible. This is really about the human side of the people, the soul side of the people in our business. And if we forget that or extrapolate that out of the business, then we're not allowing people to bring the fullness of who they are into the workplace. So we wanna create a culture that has the ability to grow the people and grow them into something greater than maybe they ever thought that they could possibly be. So how do we do that in a way that's honoring to them, honoring to the way that they were wired and created? Um, how do we lead ourselves so well that that, uh, that wholeness that we bring is contagious? that we get to be able to then share that, share our experiences, share our thinking, share uh, how we got here so that other people can then join that journey. And we pass that from generation to generation. This is way more about relationships and hearts and, and wholeness than it is about systematically dealing with the people in our business. And so what we want to do is people get people into our organizations that are the right people that align with what we're doing, where we're going, the roles that we have available. And then it's our opportunity as leaders to steward them and grow them and make sure that we're creating both the environment and the leadership communication relationship that they continue to grow themselves in their health and their being and their capacity and their competence. And it starts, we, you know, with all of them, we've kind of got three main bullet points that we go into with each of these. And so with the people we're talking about culture, we're talking about problem solving and we're talking about leadership. So we'll take those one at one, one at a time on uh, the culture piece. You know, the biggest thing is we're putting people into an environment and we're expecting certain outcomes and we have the opportunity as leaders as visionaries to not only see the ideal environment the ideal outcome that we want but to go back and reverse engineer that so we have a very very simple tool we're going to give this away right now everybody can steal it use it i highly encourage it work this exercise with your senior leadership team at this point, your organization has values. And the values are the attributes 
that the individuals in your organization exhibit. So let's start with the end in mind and jump over and say, all right, what are the attributes we want to be true of our culture? So think about, this is the easiest way for some people to think about this. If you go on Glassdoor and read the reviews for your company, what it's like to work at your company, what are the attributes that you would love to see over and over and over and over? And again, we're going to whittle those down to three or four. There's lots of them. They all matter. But what are the three to four most relevant, most powerful attributes within we would want to be true for our organization? Remember when we do values, values shouldn't be too aspirational because they should be core to who we are. This is an area where we can get a little bit aspirational. What do we want it to be? What do we want it to look like? All right, once we have that, then we have another bet. We've talked about bets before, but we have to make a bet. And we have to be a little strategic in this bet. We have people with certain attributes and, and at the other side of the equation, we have a culture with attributes that we want. So we need to come back in the middle and what is the thing that's gonna make that true? And we believe these to be organizational habits. What are the things that we are committed to do or to doing in our company collectively that will make those attributes of our culture true? Organizational habits, the things we all do together. We have individual habits, we have individual jobs, You know, hopefully we have people that have habits around their lifestyle and eating and exercise and uh, what they put into their brain, education, inspiration. But what are the things that we're going to commit to? And these, hey, this, this, this has some pain, right? Because we're going to resource this. If it matters this much, we have to resource this. We have to prioritize this. We have to calendar this. We have to budget this. So what are those habits that we're going to commit to as an organization in order to make those attributes true of our culture. So this is a bet. We're going to set it and we're going to test it. And if it's working, great. Have we given it enough time? If it's not working, we got to come back and reevaluate our bet. Were we really committed to our habits or not? And if, if we are and it's still not working, do we have the right ones? So the culture is this petri dish that grows things, right? So what environment are we putting our people into so that what we want can grow out of it that's culture chris i know you're dying to jump in what you got I, you know yeah i so can you can you give us some examples around um habits and attributes yeah so let's let's just be vulnerable and put ourselves out there like what, what are we doing at System and Soul? We, we eat our own dog food around here. So when mm. we did this ex, uh, uh, exercise, what we landed on, what we wanted to be true now and forever of our culture is that it's fearless, fun, and flexible. And we have definitions around all of those. What that means for us might not might be different than what it means for someone else or even your company. But those were very, very important to us. They were important to our person and our DNA, maybe some of its baggage from our past of what we right. don't want to be, but um, that's what we want to be true of our culture. So in order to make that true, we spent a lot of time saying, what are the habits that we need to have to make that true? Um, now, let me, let me ask you, let me hit pause. Yeah. yeah. You're, are you, you're talking about like a physical representation of a, of a, of a habit. I'm about to. Yeah. What are the, what are the actual habits that we need to have? Okay. Okay. Good. Thanks. And, and, you know, again, we're really vulnerable on this. So we're still 
early stages, figuring these out, trying to put meat on the bone, right. these habits. But what it looks like is we have three. Well, we, we kind of have five, but we cheated and put three together. So the first one's try something new. Well, what, you know, what makes, uh, we all believe growth is fun around here. And so part of the growth fun is trying something new. It's also fearless. It's also right. a willingness to be flexible and do something that's not comfortable to us. And it's new to us. So we have a habit of trying something new. So we try and do this together, whether it's eat something crazy or go do some physical activity that nobody's ever done. We want to try new things. Well, and, and you know, the flip side of it too, like when we did this exercise, the one thing that I remember thinking about was like, like for me personally, back in the day when I'd be surrounded by people who'd say like, yeah, well, we've always done it this way. Oh, that's the worst. And that's like the worst, right? And so when, when we did this exercise, I was like, yeah, this addresses that too. Yes. Right. Yes. Cause I just don't want to hear that out of anybody, man. We're, we're positive. We're growth uh, oriented. We're forward facing. And let's be honest. Um, we, 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 we learn that way. We've learned from making those mistakes. So win and learn, not win and lose. This episode is brought to you by Keystone Search. There's no doubt the right integrator, COO, or president can take your business to new heights. The team at Keystone Search is expert at helping visionaries, entrepreneurs, and owners make this crucial hire. No one has more experience placing these leaders than Keystone. If hiring a rock star second in command is in your future, visit us at keystonesearch.com and reach out anytime for more information. Well, that's literally our second habit is learn right. together. So right. whether it's picking up a book or doing a, a study or, you know, we just had this quiz assessment that we're sending out to our or, or even sharing cross departmentally, right? Hey, this oh, is really well. I think you guys over here could benefit by, by knowing that too, right? Yep. Sharing, sharing the learning internally. Yep. So what are the ways, what are the habits? And and we're beginning to institutionalize this. Like, how do we make this an actual habit? Right now, they're ideas. Like, try something new. Great idea. Learn together. It's a great idea. Um, we've gotten a little better about this third one. Uh, the third one is hug, pray, dance. All right. So I'll break all these down. Um, hug's been really hard virtually in COVID, but um, we want to be relational. It's about people before everything else and the team we're with and being healthy and looking out for one another. The prey, you know, goes back to, we're not just lone rangers here, right? Like we were created, we actually believe system and soul was, was given to us. It was, uh, right. there was definitely some divinity involved with this thing coming together. So we want to make sure that we're not, you know, cocky thinking, Hey, we've got all the answers. We can do it on our own. Uh, we bring that in. And then dance, dance. Um, if you want me to be fearless, the number one thing you need to ask me to do is dance because it's the hardest thing for me to do. I can go do a lot of stupid stuff, but you ask me to dance and I am, I might as well be naked running through a baseball game. Like it is so vulnerable feeling for me. I am not a dancer. I can't dance. I'm not good at it. So it, it Thank, takes. Thanks for that visual. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Maybe we can 
make it a video <laughs> someday. But you know, if you want me to be fearless, and honestly, the minute I get over the fearless piece, it becomes fun. That's right? right. Yeah. So um there's there's some intentionality around these habits. So we try and kick off as many of our you know leadership team meetings with and, and you one, know the thing too, Bench, it's like when we we design and engineer a culture too, we've got to be able to articulate it in a real simple way so that those habits can be formed quickly. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And demonstrate it. So with a lot of my clients, I'm like, all right, so how do we prioritize this? You know, and, and it's cool. Sometimes they turn into a quarterly objective for somebody to, to make them institutionalized, but the calendar, the calendar is where, you know, that you've prioritized these habits. All right, man. So that's culture within the people. Uh, the next one's problem solving. And we talked about it a little bit when we talked about our weekly sync and how we, everything's an opportunity. We have to have that mentality, that mindset first. And then we think about how do we solve that? How do we solve that? And that is define the opportunity, align it to that S2 roadmap. You've already said a lot and made a lot of decisions about what where you're going, what your priorities are, what your values are, uh, what you're focused on. So a lot of the opportunities fall into one of those categories. So if we remember to align it to our roadmap and then take action, we don't want to just talk about problems, obstacles, opportunities. We want to solve them and take action. That's how we keep moving forward is with the action, not the conversation. And so there, there's um, problem solving becomes part of the culture. We want to become world-class problem solvers together. And then the last one's leadership. And man, this one is a mile deep. So we're going to scratch the surface on this. And the thing I'm going to tell you to do is go back and listen to our episode with John Ott from Exceptional Leaders. Because what we believe about uh, people and about leadership is that 80 plus percent of it is how do you lead yourself well? And if we can learn to lead ourselves well, if we can learn to show up with all of ourselves to meet all of the realities of the day, we can do that, then we're going to lead well and we're going to be able to lead other people well and we're going to be able to actually create leaders. So we, we think about all these leadership programs when the majority of the work is inside of ourselves. It's our heart, it's our mind. It, how do we leave our, how do we get rid of this baggage that we've been carrying for 20 years and the trauma and the need for control and security? How do we let that go so that we can focus on the things that need to be focused on, including the other people? Because if we're moving and working out of our own anxieties, then we're never, never, never able to fully listen, understand, and have other people's best interests in mind. And that's what we're called to. Uh, as leaders. And I'm not sitting here saying that I'm perfect, but man, that's the journey I want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure to have, uh, I think it's episode nine um, that you were referencing with John Ott. That's what we'll make sure to get that um, in the, in the notes. You know, I wanted to uh, go back um, to, you know, a part of that, the A is alignment. And I just wanted to pause on that for a minute because, you know, we've all been in meetings that um, we might not have had enough data to actually solve it. Um, and, and we've all been in meetings where 
we've all been in those kind of meetings where they're not just productive, right? It's, it's just yeah. kind of spinning your wheels. And so what I love about the alignment is, is the, 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 the holder of the, the, the opportunity or the obstacle, right? The thing they want to talk about. I love it because it forces them to really think a little deeper, a little bit more critically, like, okay, we under, we do we understand the urgency and impact of it and where does it land yeah in our vision like where did where is this where is this going to make an impact negatively or positively on our roadmap because i'd like to know that information as an owner 100 you know and that i just wanted to come back to that because you know you have an opportunity to to really get specific that just makes the conversation that much better yeah let me ask you a question Coach Chris, we're in this problem-solving vein. You know, let's say we pull up the roadmap. It gives us some information, but it doesn't. It's not a clear yes/no kind of a thing. We're aligning it to the roadmap. When you're coaching a room and they're working on a you know opportunity or obstacle, and they get stuck, what do we do when we get stuck? Yeah, and that happens, right? You know, sometimes we're so close you know to the forest you know we, we we don't see it we don't see the trees or whatever that saying is i probably yeah close enough that. we got it. <laughs> I, it it was a non-sports analogy and i just <laughs> failed epically <laughs> it, it, there's something about bringing an axe and can you even hear the tree if it falls i don't yeah, know Keep yeah going. right 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 so you know when we get into those situations sometimes sometimes it's a good moment to take a break Okay. You know what? Let's just take 10 here. Let's actually physically get up and get moving and kind of get out of the room and get distracted. Um, I, I Luckily, where, I, where my session room is, um, I have a lot of windows and open, uh, a lot of natural light. And then we have sort of a campus. So when, when that happens, sometimes I'll say, hey, guys, everybody, let's just take a break and we're going to do a walkabout. And so we all go outside. And of course, you know, uh, almost every day in Florida is perfect. So I never have to necessarily worry about weather. But we get outside, we breathe some fresh air, and we go on this walkabout. And people kind of are talking, maybe they're talking about the softball game from the past weekend, or they're just talking about anything they want to talk about. Not necessarily the issue we were on or the business. So we go on that walkabout, we come back in, you know, everybody gets resettled. And it's, there's just a little bit of this uh, refresh. And it's like, okay, guys, we don't necessarily have to pick up where we left off. But let's get anchored on a couple things. What are we trying to solve here? And where's the impact it's going to make in our company? Maybe I go to the org chart. Maybe that visual representation will help. It's down here in ops, right here at this level, right? Um, and or it could be uh, it could be a future uh, issue. Maybe not necessarily gonna. We're not sure where it's gonna land, but we know it could impact us. Like like I've got a lot of Department of Defense clients, and they live in a whole different world. You know, navigating that pathway with our government. And there's always things kind of on hold or changing with no notice, and they have to pivot quickly and they have to make decisions quickly. 
Um, but even, you know, you can get jammed up and you just got to find a way to kind of break that mental, uh, break that mental loop that's in their head, um, yeah. interrupt it and then come back and then just get anchored in those two things. Like, what is it we're trying to solve again? Yeah. It's and, like, it's like our processors get, get so overpowered going one direction that like our mental brain processors, they need interrupted with like a right. new thought or let's go back to a tool. You know, we have these tools, but our processing brains are just like so focused on the thing. Yeah. We forget to elevate out of it and say, all right, you know, yeah, S2 roadmap. Yeah. Org chart. Yeah. Scorecard. You know, where's the impact? You know, what is, what do our values say about this? You know, we've, Chris, you're the best. I've thrown this out a couple of times. Um, but like, you know, we will be wrestling with an opportunity and Chris will stop us and be like, guys, we talk about our culture being flexible. We want to be flexible with us. We want to be flexible for other people to work with. So we've got to choose the, the we've got to make the decision that leaves the flexibility or allows the flexibility. Yeah. So yeah. that's been so helpful. And, and I've always I've appreciated you kind of chiming in, but that's one of those like cross current breaking that yep. processing and you just, it, it's a muscle we've got to learn. And some people are, are great at that. Some people struggle with it. Yeah. Well, that is the last of the, our, our run around the model. Uh, so many tips and tools within each one that we didn't get time to go deep on. We'll do that over future episodes. And, and as we continue to talk with our, our guests in future episodes, but it's been fun. I've enjoyed the feedback we've gotten from these conversations and I've enjoyed getting to share this with the world. So thank you all. And um, we are here. We love, love, love getting feedback from you guys. Uh, whatever uh, you would like to share with us, we would love to hear it, whether it's constructive criticism or encouragement or ideas, bring them on. Uh, you can find us at systemandsoul.com. Yeah.